Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. <laughs> I'm Shanae Howard. This is also Thomas Shelby. Hi. Hi. And the unforgettable Ryan Robinson. Who? Uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice to be here. Uh, for a long time listener, first time caller. Yeah, first time, long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so guys, how are you? <laughs> okay, not not bad. Uh, hanging out. It's Easter today, so that's a thing. Um, still just in this house, but I'm good. Did you do an Easter egg hunt for your kids, or just give them candy and tell them to yeah. shut up? Yeah, they did that. I mean, they both agree that they're a bit old for that, but Fair. Uh, you know they do that. They did it with their their uh, cousin because their cousin's little, and she can't exactly be doing it with all of her friends this year. So, fair. Yeah. Did they like pretend to be bad at it so the cousin would feel better, or did they just no. demolish her? I mean, they all did pretty well, but uh, yeah, just you know, hanging out. <sighs> really, yeah. you can do these days. What about you, Ryan? Uh, well, I, I mean, just pretty much same old, same old, you know. I, uh, I played, I played Animal Crossing today. Really, really glad that today is Bunny Day, so that means the last of those goddamn eggs. Um, same. I, um, you know, been playing, playing the Street Fighter. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, our friend Jimmy, bought me a copy of. Uh, Vermin Tide 2 for the PlayStation 4 console. So That's dope. I'm probably going to be playing that later. Um and you know, and then of course still playing that Diablo 3. Um and I'm getting pretty damn good at it. I if I do say so myself. Um that's uh that's really about it. Watched a lot of true crime this week. So that's been fun. Do you feel like you can get away with the crime now? No, I actually feel like it's, you know, if I wanted to get away with the crime, I probably wouldn't be able to do it because people seem to get caught really easily these days. So <laughs> I'm not a criminal, I don't think. Especially not a murderer. Uh, eh. So at least not yet. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see where <laughs> where the next year takes me. I guess. <laughs> uh, I? Yeah, I'm just. I was playing a lot of Animal Crossing as well. Um, really, really been into that. Um, catching up on some anime. I rewatched Dragon Ball Z Kai. Um, I've been watching Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Um, you know, all the things you do in quarantine. Sure. Uh, I've always wanted to get into Mobile Suit Gundam because I like big robots and that show looked real cool. But there's a million of those uh, Gundam animes, and I don't know which one is the is the most fun. I just want to watch the one mm. that has the most action and the most explosions and the most of giant robots swinging swords around. That's the one I want to watch. All right. We'll do some research. Get back to you the results. Okay. The well, Shanae, I remember a few years ago you were supposed to find me a list of anime to watch. And a girlfriend, might I add. That's true. You have one now. Well, I had to. I had to. to, No thanks to you, though. Yeah, I had to get that my. I had to get that on my own. So. But 
isn't that like more rewarding and you know it's more real because you did the work Sinead just find me the goddamn anime will you <laughs> okay just do your job do what I pay you alright <laughs> uh pay me exposure sure I'll pay you in Nook Miles <sighs> dope I just spent a lot to do a bunch of mystery islands yeah but uh, this week, though, Tommy, you wanted to talk about Dreamcast. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about, I don't know, just, uh, so I've been playing a lot of Dreamcast lately, more than any of my current generation hardware, uh, because I recently modded a Dreamcast that I bought off of eBay. And uh, it just got me thinking about the console uh, the games of the console, the life cycle of that console, uh, its birth from Naomi hardware, like things of mm-hmm. that nature. Um, I don't know. I just, I just want to talk about it. I know we did a Dreamcast episode maybe a few years back. Yeah, I can't remember what we talked about, though. Well, and I feel like my exposure to the Dreamcast was not... Like, I don't feel like I knew as much about it then as I do now. Yeah. Um, I had a Dreamcast. You got not... it at the end there, right? Yeah, I think it had already been discontinued at that point. Uh, games were still coming out for it, but, you know. Um, other than the few games that I had, which was mostly just fighting games. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Sonic Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, uh, I didn't really know much about the library or just, you know, information on the console itself. I didn't know that, it, that like, Naomi hardware and Dreamcast hardware were, like, basically the same, you know. Um, I think that's really interesting. Uh, just in that, Ryan and I have talked about, both with the Saturn and with the Dreamcast, that it was bringing arcade games home, you know. Um, it was the first time that there was parody there. And it wasn't just parody, right? Like with a lot of the Dreamcast games, it's it's arcade perfect because of the hardware that's built on. Uh, and with some, it's actually superior to the arcade. Um, mm. And I think that's really neat. This is the Which first console. Would you say... huh. Which ones would you say are superior? Uh, Soul Calibur, I wouldn't say. Like, it is superior, you know? Like, you can tell the difference between the Dreamcast version and the arcade version of that game. Uh, they are apparent, you know, but, uh, like, it's just such a neat console. And, you know, we, we've talked in the past about, you know, that's the last console that Sega made, uh, before they got out of the hardware side of things. And And they were making hardware for 18 years. Yeah. And it's interesting because. Because of that, I feel like we all look at Dreamcast as a failure. And it was, like, it definitely was a long-term failure. But, like, did you guys know that console launch was, like, one of the most successful console launches at that point in time? Yeah. So, um... Uh, Well, the U.S. one was. Yeah. And, like, that's fucking crazy, you know? Yeah. Uh, Only for Sony to come in and jump all over them, but... Yeah, so I remember the, um... And I do consider it the first in the sixth generation. Yeah, you know? I remember seeing... Yeah, the, I think a lot of people do. The coverage before uh, both the Dreamcast and the PlayStation 2 came out. And um, I remember how excited I was for the Dreamcast before it came out. And then not long after the Dreamcast had already been out, I saw all this coverage about the PlayStation 2. 
And right. I just remember just being like, well, I don't know how much longer I'm going to have this Dreamcast going because this PlayStation 2 is coming out soon. But Well, and I wish I, had, I wish I had pulled like exact quotes, but there are... You can go back and look at old PS2 advertisements that straight up lie about what that machine can do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, of course there's excitement for it. And, of course, DVD was so huge at the time, right? But No one wanted, no one, no one cared about the GD-ROM. Right. But, um... Well, because uh, I was looking into some of it, so I was reading about, like, how, like, the Sega Saturn had more expensive parts, and that the Dreamcast, they were trying to cut uh, down costs. To, like bring it to consumers so i know they like i was reading where they like thought about putting dvd capability like on there and decided a hard no on that price point yeah um and i mean at the time but, of the but, dreamcast but, launch i don't think dvd inclusion would have mattered as much as it did with ps2 mm-hmm. you know uh dvd was i mean vhs was still the main source of, of, of video at that point you know like yeah. that's what people were using it's like 4k right like a few years ago 4k wasn't the standard like it is now um i think like now dvd it's... for dreamcast would have been a bit too early mm-hmm. yeah uh that was, that was gonna be my next question do you think that would have affected as far as like the lifespan of it at all that oh yeah for sure it would have helped answered well, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say, right? Because, like, in the long term, that would that technology in the console would have helped it survive a little bit longer. Uh, that being said, you could argue that they may have sold fewer units at launch if that inclusion drove the price up, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Dreamcast so- is fucking rocks. Like, the more I'm playing it, like... So I'm playing it, right? And... I've got a lot of games downloaded. I've got most of the North American library downloaded, some Japanese exclusive stuff and some European exclusive stuff. And like, while it's not a huge library, most of them are pretty good. You know, there's not a lot of stinkers. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, so my biggest, my biggest thing about the, um, about the Dreamcast was specific. I think the one I was most excited about was Crazy Taxi, uh, specifically because I had just played that in the arcade not long before it came to Dreamcast. Yeah. And, like, that was when... Because I remember before when I would see games in the arcade and I would think to myself, like, man, I can't wait until this game comes to, like, whatever console was current at the time. Like, I remember, like, after Killer Instinct hit Super Nintendo, then I remember seeing Cruise in USA. I was like, man, I can't wait till that comes home. But like in both cases, those were just those were because of limitations at the time. They were pared down versions of their arcade counterparts. But I remember playing Crazy Taxi on the Dreamcast and feeling like, you know, you put a you put a steering wheel and some pedals on this thing. It's the same game, and right. it was amazing for that. Um, and there were a few games that I had that were the dreamcast that i didn't think were great but for the most part like every game that i either bought or rented was really good Um, right and it's funny too because like we saw like neo geo and snk do this with like the mvs versus the aes right the home versions versus the arcade versions are the same yeah they are the same right uh but like they had to charge an arm and a leg for that right even now, if you want to go buy an AES, it's, you're going to spend a thousand dollars. You know, uh, 
whereas Dreamcast could bring that price point down quite a bit, and the technology had advanced at that point, so we're looking at polygons now instead of sprites, right? Yeah. Uh, and that the you sweet, know. sweet gons. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just really cool. It's really cool to think about, and there's no, there's no. Uh, parallel to that now you know like because we've had hardware at home uh that is superior to our arcades for fucking years now yeah you know well the the comparison now has shifted between console and computer right like that's because that's where that's where it is now Um, to a small extent i think that was more the case when we were saying can it run crisis you know uh now developers seem much more likely to develop for the lowest common denominator, right? It, yeah. Hey, let's make this game for Switch and just upscale it for everything else or yeah. whatever it might be, you know, yeah. uh, because they can sell it to more people that way. Don't yeah. talk shit about the Switch. I love the Switch, but I got fucking four of them. But like, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's just it's just not the case anymore, you know. Yeah. Like, like when Crisis came out, or like when Fear came out, right? Like. Yeah, the the uh, seventh generation of consoles. I mean, those were there, uh, but they were drastically watered down versions, right? Yeah. But now the Witcher on a PS4 Pro versus the Witcher on a high end PC. Obviously, the PC is better. Is it that much better? No. Yeah. Not not compared. Not compared to. Uh, time crisis at home versus time crisis at the arcade, right? Like it's it's completely different. Yeah, um, it's so. I remember Tom. I remember we went to a local video game store here, and we were looking at their Dreamcast uh, section. Yeah, and it was it was amazing to me how because I I think that by the time we had looked at those games on the shelf. I think like the Dreamcast was had at that point been you know, like 16, 17 years ago. Sure. And you know, I I remember thinking like, man, I remember there being more games in this. I remember there being so many more games in this. And then like I looked it up, and like obviously they didn't have every game that ever that was ever released on the console, right? But, right. Like, uh, it was it was it was interesting to see how much smaller that collection was or that that selection was. Versus the other consoles that were that were for sale there, and then I think then I guess it makes sense because the the Dreamcast wasn't in production for very long at all. Um, but yeah, so I actually have a friend with a YouTube uh, YouTube channel much more successful than ours, uh, so he does not get a shout out. Uh, who has a full North American Dreamcast collection, physical, all of them. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of games, and uh, it's, it's of... like between three and four hundred. Yeah. Uh, but like it's like I said you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of Nintendo with the NES uh, saying that publishers you can only release this many games annually right I think it's like five or seven or something like that right Uh, and at that point in time Nintendo's seal of approval uh, believe it or not actually meant something right because yes there were shitty NES games but at least there were fewer yeah (laughs) um I, like it, it, it's, we talked. We've talked about how shitty uh, storefronts have, have become with current gen consoles, whether that's 
all the fucking just crap games on the eShop or the PSN or Steam or your phone, right? Like, I think a smaller, well-curated library is definitely better, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, because it's it's a pain to have to, like, sort through, like, like mountains and mountains of shit to get to, like, yeah. what, like the good stuff is. I'm not going to say every Dreamcast especially... game is great, but, like, <clears throat> the vast majority of them are at least good, you know? Uh, yeah, no, I was gonna say, especially if since a lot of these, like, consoles or platforms where they, like, where games are just, like, pumped out, there's not a good search feature. Yeah. So, like, with the Tomy games, I can't just, like, like, cut out entire, like, companies and be right. like, I don't want anything from this shit pile that's, like, causing all the issues. And I feel like that would definitely help if, like, eh, if you're going to be putting a bunch of shit and garbage on your thing, just... yeah. Maybe let me have a better search feature. <laughs> um, Maybe. Yeah, I think it also, like, there's just some interesting quirks about it. Like, the fact that you can play online. Uh, I could be wrong about this, but I believe that Vampire Chronicles for Matching Service is the first fighting game to be played online. I could be incorrect. Let me know if you find any information stating otherwise. Yeah. But, like, that's pretty fucking cool. And, like, you couldn't buy that game. You had to mail away for it, you know? Yeah. Uh, weird things like Seaman with the little fucking microphone and Typing of the Dead and, like, there's just very Shenmue? interesting things. Yeah, Shenmue, right? Whether you like it or not, there's no denying that that game was, like, way fucking ahead of its time. Yeah, like, you know? I have, you know, I, you know, I have, you know, not, I have a not great opinion about that game now, but, like. It's because you hate Yu Suzuki. I do, like yeah. if I ever, if I ever meet that dude, it's on site. No, it's because, but I, I I can't deny that at the time, like I thought that everything about that game was amazing, and and it was, uh, and it was the first the first time in my knowledge that a game had mechanics like that, and and the, that a game worked like that, and had so much shit going on, um, and it's the cool thing about the Dreamcast, I think, is that there was so much experimentation going on with the games that were put out for that thing and like so many different ways to like play all of these games and and there were so many cool ideas that i feel like not enough people got to see because not enough people were able to get there were able to experience uh that console but there were so many cool games that you know i think were that they could have been they could have had like a really cool good huge following if that thing had just done better commercially i think but um well like you guys know not too long ago well shit ryan gave it to me his original xbox right I sure and, did. and i got a, a pretty good hdmi converter for that and started buying up some games for that thing and going through the entire catalog of original Xbox games, seeing like what's out there, what do I want? Mm -hmm. And man, that number is way smaller than what I think is good on the Dreamcast, you know? Like, there are just far fewer Xbox games that appeal to me. And I think that's because they're so fucking color by numbers game design, you know? Yeah. Uh, which PlayStation 2 was at that point, and even to an extent, GameCube was at that point. Uh, you know, most third-party games were going to be on all three and run about the same on all three, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
and the first party stuff, like, well, you know, while I'm sure it was great, just didn't speak to me. Uh, Halo did not speak to me. The first Fable, I didn't really care for, you know. Uh, uh, KOTOR 1 and 2. Sure. I mean, I'm not saying that good games aren't on the original Xbox. I bought one. I got acquired one because I wanted one, right? But uh, there's just far fewer games there that interest me. And same thing with PS2, which is why I gave Ryan my PS2, you know? Uh, uh, did you have a original Xbox? As uh, a kid? Yeah. No. Or uh, I guess or a preteen? For sure. Like no, uh, I did not. Um, I mean, I knew people that you... I knew Ryan, right? Like Ryan had all that shit when it was current. I was going to ask, I was like, do you feel like that also kind of like a, like, no, I don't. Nostalgia is about no. interest. No, I don't think so. I think it's just the quality of the games and the type of games that, that, that were there. Right. If you think about these Capcom games, all these Capcom fighting games that are on there, which like, there's a heavy heavy support from Capcom on the Dreamcast. It's because they had stopped with the CPS system by that point. CPS 2 and 3, that was all done. They were putting their arcade games on Naomi hardware, you know? So they all ran fucking flawlessly on the Dreamcast. Uh, and that's fucking cool. Like, yeah, you can get Capcom versus SNK 2 elsewhere, but it's going to be a lesser version of it, you know? On these newer consoles, mind you, you know? uh it's just it's funny i don't know yeah because i had uh i think zero experience with the dreamcast i don't know if i've never i've ever played any dreamcast game on an actual dreamcast sure so and I most of that like... stuff got ported over right once dreamcast failed we saw most of those games go to the other platforms uh the sega stuff included but like I, I think there's an argument to me made that the Dreamcast version is still the preferred version of a lot of those games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, even even now, even now over, like, PlayStation 4 and PC versions, oftentimes the Dreamcast version is still superior, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, crazy to think about. For example, all, all these Capcom fighting games, every single one of them, okay. right? Whether that be Seikyo Dojo or CPS, uh, CPS 1 or 2 or Marvel 1 or 2, uh, across the board, the Dreamcast version. If you watch Combo Breaker 2019 footage, what are they playing on? They're not playing on a PS4 when they could be, right? They're playing on a Dreamcast, and it's not for nostalgia's sake. It's because those those are the versions that run the game correctly as it was meant to be run, you know. Um, yeah. And that's interesting. I, but I, I think that's really cool. I did make some little notes here. Another interesting thing is um, Fantasy Star Online was put on Dreamcast, and it was the first online RPG. Is it really the first online RPG? So I remember, yeah, I think. According to their... According huh. to the all the, like I said, I was doing like research on Dreamcast because I, I yeah. had no experience with it. Sure, and, sure. And uh, and I saw that and I was and I also was like, hmm. And then did you, I mean did, everything I could find on. Did you happen to, 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 to know? In the console space, I would I would definitely think that was the case. Yeah. I would just assume PC had something before that. I just feel like EverQuest was around then at least like, but I don't know. But, uh, but either way, right? Fantasy Star Online was a big deal, right? Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 coming uh, out now. You are now, correct. First right? online RPG for gaming consoles. Okay. Right. Like, like 
PSO2 coming out now on, what is it, Xbox now, right? Yeah. Like, that's a big deal? Yeah. Like, that is a big deal. It's not to me, but, like, yeah, it's 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 um, interesting. Yeah, so the, the one part of the Dreamcast that I never got to enjoy was the online aspect of it. Uh, I feel pretty confident that at that point uh, that was still dial-up at our house. I don't know if cable internet was a thing yet. Um, and I remember I had, I had Fantasy Star Online uh, for the Dreamcast, and I was really excited about it, but I could never get, I could never get online. <laughs> so I just played that game by myself for all of a week, and then I, I gave up on it. You know what's funny is it's 2020, and because of, not because of Sega or Sonic Team or any of that, because of the community, People are still playing the Dreamcast version of that online. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm sure not a lot of people, but... (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, And then then also NFL and NBA 2K uh, started originally on the Dreamcast as well. Yeah, so I actually remember that because... um, so I will say part of their marketing. I will say this: the uh, me getting a Dreamcast, like out of all the Christmases where I got a console for Christmas, that was my favorite one. Uh, yeah. And I remember I had a friend who lived right up the street from me who also got a Dreamcast for Christmas, and he brought over NBA 2K to my house, and it was the most amazing thing I had ever seen. I was <laughs> I just remember being like. Holy shit, that's Tim Duncan, and you can play as him, and it looks just like him, and that's crazy. Uh, of course, I think I remember Tom and I, um, we were looking up screenshots of that game, and uh, yeah, it looked better in my head, but obviously it's a, <laughs> it's a 20-year-old game at this point, but it was still like, it was it was the first time I remember uh, seeing sports games where it looked, to me at the time, it looked like you were watching it on TV. And, but you know what? What's interesting about you saying that, that, you know, you remember it looking better than it actually does, right? And that is true, probably for the majority of these games. Yeah. But, like, uh, what I think is interesting is, like, it was the generation before that we, at least in the console space, started seeing polygons, right? Yeah. Uh, what was and, the first one? And, like, PS1 looks kind of not great when you go back and look at it you know yeah. if you go go back and look at like the original tomb raider or whatever like it looks kind of gross yeah uh very gross. i think uh, I like mean... i think most of these low poly fi- figures of that console generation still look pretty good like i've been playing a lot of project justice and compared to rival schools like project justice i think they could release it today and get away with it looking that way yeah you know I think they could release Soul Calibur 1 today and get away with it looking that way. Uh, which can't um, be said for, like, Street Fighter EX or, or you know, Tekken 3 or whatever, yeah. you know. Ape, Ape Escape could get away with it. <laughs> yeah, but it's more stylized, though, right? Like, I don't know. Uh, you can, I feel like with Ape Escape, you can hide a lot of that shit in the wackiness of that game. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I just... There were so many cool things with the Dreamcast, and the, one of the things that I loved was, like I said before, that there were a lot of ways to play those games. You had, you had, you know, you had the controller, but then you also had the keyboard. Then you had light guns, and you had a fucking fishing rod, and all this other shit. Wasn't there like a also like a, like a mini like pet thing that also had like a screen too that you put like games oh, into? Oh yeah, so that was the VMU uh, specifically. It's a memory card. Yeah, with some small games. Yeah, so some games. Had... Yeah, I will say I have no yeah. experience, so yeah, yeah, explain it to me. So some games had like 
like you could some games would make it so that you could play like a little mini game inside the memory card like the most well-known one i think is for sonic adventures one and two uh yeah you could have these little things they were basically tomodachis uh tamagotchis rather uh you could just play them like that's what you could that's what they were really and uh but you know what was cool about them today is they had these ports on the top of them right so let's say i've got to save on mine and i see ryan at school i'm like ryan you'll never believe what i did in blah 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 last night yeah and ryan's like oh shit i've got my vmu and you can make them have intercourse with each other yeah. on the playground. Sure. And then transfer In your seed into his seed. Yeah. Uh, inseminate me, bro. Yeah. But, uh, oh my basically, God. you can transfer saves with just the memory cards by themselves. Yeah. And that was really cool. And that was... And it was... Uh, inseminate? No. Doesn't work. And Sorry. Even... <laughs> I tried. And even still, um, there were also some games, I think... Specific... I remember uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica... <laughs> had uh it had the ekg right there on the on the vmu uh so yeah. instead of going to the the menu screen you could look down at your vmu and see the ekg to see if you're about to die or not um some of them did little things like that but um see it is that cool right like you think about so much sega stuff you know i've, I've mentioned before that the nomad was the switch before the switch happened right yeah. and True. like vmu is kind of wii u before wii u happens you know like Sega was ahead of the game, maybe a little bit too early on some stuff, maybe a little too ambitious on some things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, they came up with a lot of shit before other companies did, and it's, it's really neat. And it's kind of sad they're not making hardware anymore. They did motion controls before anybody did, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's fucking nuts. Show, show some respect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, like... I mean, no, because they keep making bad Sonic games. But, yeah. You know. Uh. But what are you going to do? You know, yeah. You know, not every <laughs> <laughs> not every game's for you, Tommy. Yeah. Somebody's buying those somebody, games. some look, somebody's still buying those motherfuckers, so Oh yeah. Yep. You know, but um yeah. Bunch of dudes our age. <laughs> yeah. Um or or creeps who just make a lot of Sonic porn. You know, they really gotta get their uh, new animation. Probably Yeah. You gotta look to the source them. material. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. Yeah. Um, no, like researching more into it, um, I definitely, there's so many things that I came across that, um, like videos or like trying to look at like histories or like retrospectives, I guess, on like games and things, all of them seem to like need, feel the necessity to like bring up the Sailor Saturn to kind of explain the conception of the Dreamcast and also explain its failings. And I don't necessarily think I understand necessarily why those two things correlate as much. I, I mean, that... I guess it's just, I guess to show the drift in the in the company and the, the management that was going from Saturn to uh, like uh, Dreamcast. Yeah, fuck. Who was it working for Sega at the time? Well, which oh, one? Sega of North America me. or yeah, Japan? Sega of North America, and he went on to work for another big company afterwards uh microsoft because like i was seeing like one where they, they were talking about how like japan and the north america office both were trying to make the new console but going about it in two different ways and they kind of yeah. met together and was like hey these could be the components of the next console and then nintendo or not, uh, not nintendo uh second japan was very much like now we're gonna go with this yeah uh, but like the one that north america had worked on like they had worked on it with microsoft 
I don't know. I don't know much about that. I mean, I know that Naomi was built in at, at the same time, right? Purposely so that they could be uh, very, very similar to each other and games could be easily ported. Uh, I know that was the case. As far as its relation to the Saturn, like, Sega... I think Sega's biggest problem started, started uh, with the Genesis, Tom honestly. Lewinsky, by the way. I don't know who that is. Oh, uh, Sega of America CEO. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, starting with the Genesis, Sega Sega's biggest problem was putting out too much hardware. Uh, whether that be the CD or the 32X or whatever, right? Yeah. And I think they tried to correct with, you know, you, you tried to correct with, Saturn, but like PlayStation's fucking kicking everyone's ass at that point with the PS1, yeah. you know. Also, you don't shadow drop a fucking console, and they, I'm sure that didn't help. Yeah, that and but uh, and it's available right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because they shadow dropped it and then they advertised it really heavily for like two months and then just yeah. Um, but like Ryan, Ryan is the only person I knew. And I don't think we... Well, no, I guess we did know each other when that would have been current. Uh, what, the Saturn? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ryan's the only per person I knew that had a Saturn. Like, ever. Except for, like, Sandy, right? Sandy's got one now. Yeah. Uh, as an adult. But, like, yeah. Back then, I didn't know anybody with one. Um, um, my dentist had one. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, no, oh, it, was it was super cool. It's funny because like, but looking back at those consoles and and kind of what what direction they ultimately took Sega in, I think about what memories I have with those consoles, and I I loved my time with the with the Saturn, you know, and especially like all the first party shit that came out for the Saturn, um, you know, I I loved all of that stuff, and then the Dreamcast was just. Like, both of those things were just amazing to me. and But at the same time, like, I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm a kid at the time, you know, so I'm not following these trends the way, like, the way that I do now. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I don't see I don't see the writing on the wall the way I'm sure a lot of adults who were following the industry at the time did. Um, see, and I think that's exactly what I, what I mean, right? Like, like, I complained on this show just a few episodes ago about how I'm pretty disappointed with this current generation, you know? And, like... That's not the case with with the Saturn or the fucking Genesis or the Dreamcast. Like, they were very unique. Yeah. All of them were very unique, and we just don't have that anymore. You know, it's interesting because uh... I, I think that a lot of the time, people when people talk about like taking risk and innovation, they usually talk about you know the conversation usually revolves around Nintendo because of all yeah. the. The, the stuff that they do and and don't get me wrong i mean there's a lot rightfully of, so there's yeah. a, there's like a lot of really great stuff that they're doing but like at the same time like it seemed to me that sega was doing a lot of experimentation especially when the dreamcast came out um that was really awesome and i just think that it was just like i feel like it was just so far ahead of its time that you know that that i feel like that's kind of what did them in because I don't know. Maybe people just weren't as willing to uh, to bite on a on a on a concept as they are now. But well, I think you see it in the library, <laughs> right? Like the library tells the whole story, and like while Nintendo has innovated more oh, for this industry than probably any other console or any other manufacturer, I should say, it's very telling when the first game we saw on Switch was Skyrim. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and like, when I'm playing these, these Dreamcast games, some of them were games that came to other platforms. Uh, some of them were games that were eventually done better on other, done better on other platforms. Right. Yeah. But the majority of them is like, there's no console with anything like this game. You know, there's no console with anything like Seaman or Machin' X or like, you know, fuck, just a ton of these games. Fucking Pen Pen Triisalon. Oh, like, man. there's this, you know, it's like, so funny that you thought of the, that you said that because the moment you said Dreamcast, the first game that popped into my head was Pen Pen Triisalon. Right. I was saying, like, there is nothing like that anywhere yeah. else. And it's just like, you know? Dreamcast was just. I'm not familiar. Well, so, so it's nothing great. Shit, but what, I'm, what I'm getting at, what I told Brian when, when you left, like, what's the first game we saw on Switch? No, no, no. The, I just went into the First game uh, we saw running on Switch is Skyrim, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. great. Skyrim again. Yeah. You know, um, so basically, Pin Pin Tri Isolon <laughs> was mean, just this game where a bunch of weird penguin-like creatures would race on foot. Yeah, uh, and water and, and water, but they, they, they wouldn't like slide. They, oh, there was there was there, 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 sliding, there was yeah. there was absolutely belly sliding. Oh, okay. But yeah. the thing yeah, is, like that no. game, that I think game, it's a launch game, I believe. Yeah, that game. I'll say this: that game was trash. But no, it's not. Have you played it recently? It's uh, not trash. Okay, well, I remember that game being trash. Maybe, maybe thirty-five-year-old Ryan would love it, but, uh, but my, but, my, the ten-year-old did not. <laughs> well, I mean, my point is, is that like there was so much like weird, interesting stuff on the on that console. There's just, like so many crazy things on that console, and like I haven't seen any game that was that has been cool in the way that Space Channel Five is. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know there have you know, there are rhythm games that exist like after that, but like there wasn't anything that was like interesting in that way. You know what I played for the first time this week is Sega Tetris, uh, which is a Japan exclusive Tetris game that was in arcades and uh, in on Naomi Hardware, obviously, right? So it runs runs on the Dreamcast, uh, and like other than getting longer lines than than Tetris, like uh, Tetris Effect. It's Tetris Effect before Tetris, like years before Tetris Effect was a thing. It's basically the same thing, you know? And like, that's fucking crazy. Uh, Ikaruga, right? Like, everybody loves that now. It's on every platform now, but like, I don't think that there was a version of that before the Dreamcast version. Um, unfortunately, the States didn't get that game, but I'm playing this game called, I think it's called Cosmic Smash. And it's basically, it's like racquetball. It's like future racquetball breakout type of thing, you know? It's really weird. I like both but of those things. Yeah, like it's it's basically 3D breakout, but it's so weird to look at and just, I don't know. Uh, also, the the Dreamcast had my favorite version of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Mm. Um, that was, because I think, that, so that was PS1, Dreamcast, and 64, I believe. Yeah. And I just felt like, but, and then two X came to Xbox. Yeah, uh, but the, like I remember the Dreamcast had these like, I think it was back then, was when I started, and I think this would have been a really good thing for all the small things because it was back then that I started realizing like little things in video games, um, yeah. and I think I mentioned this to Tom, where, uh, in 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 that version of uh, Pro Skater Two, like when you're going really fast your your character's clothes would blow in the wind oh yeah and that wasn't something you saw in the original version of that game and i just thought that was i just always thought that was so cool 
and like it just looks so at the time looks so clean and everything looks so smooth and um I don't know. It's just a like. Not only did the Dreamcast have a lot of really cool first-party games, but it had cool versions of games that had already come out before the launch of that system, and that's really neat to me. Yeah. Well, like there were two well, versions of have... Daytona, right? Two versions of Daytona on Saturn, and a third on Dreamcast, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, those weren't good. Let's make it better. Let's make it more like the arcade. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, to be fair, like, a lot, um, I mean, one of the things that, like, barely was the downfall of Dreamcast was the lack of third-party support. So whatever they put on there better be good. Yeah. Which I don't get. Like, there's a lot of third-party games there. There really is. I guess it's because overall it's a small list, right? But, like, the ratio of first-party to second and third-party, like, it's pretty even, honestly. You know? Um, and what's funny is, like, much like, I don't know, much like uh, Genesis, right? And even SNES and NES, like, there's still Dreamcast games coming out today. Yep. They're unlicensed, but, like, they're still there, right? Like, Volgar the Viking, which you can play on your PS4, was made for Dreamcast. You know? Yeah. Like, crap like that. It's it's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> because of the mod that I've done, I can play a lot of these, these ROMs, right? So I've got, like, the prototype for Half-Life. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like, it's not it's not good, but like, it's there. It's it's interesting, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and and it's funny because like, um, I think, what I think what was interesting to me, uh, when I look back at the uh, at the Dreamcast was I think by that time, uh, uh, Sony had already done the DualShock for the PS One, mm-hmm. and it was interesting to see when the uh, Dreamcast came out that it only had one analog stick. Yeah. Um, and there was, and it's, it's funny because like there are a fair number of, um, of third person and first person games on that thing. And it was, it was interesting to see, you know, in, in, in the wake of the, uh, the DualShock already existing and doing things with two sticks, what the Dreamcast was able to accomplish was just one. And, but as, at the same time, uh, I think that the Dreamcast was the more interesting of the two to me, uh, just because of like the library that I had. And don't get me wrong, the PS One had a really huge library with like a lot of great games in it. But there was just always something about the Dreamcast. Like Dreamcast didn't have Typing of the Dead on that motherfucker, and that game was fucking rad. Dreamcast uh, did have Typing of the Dead. I'm, I'm, I'm PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, but like, I think like what's you know the, it's a generational leap though, right? Like, Dreamcast is so much so much more advanced than the PlayStation One is, you know. Um, I think the more more direct comparison is the PlayStation Two, and I know you love the fuck out of that thing. Yeah, hundred one yeah. games. Yeah, that's what I had. And uh... you know what's interesting though, you're mentioning all those peripherals. You know, like the a lot of the games they know if you're using an arcade stick or a controller. I didn't know that. And will adjust the button set accordingly. Pretty uh, cool. There's a game on the Dreamcast um, that I believe takes place in the same universe as the House and Typing of the Dead games. What's that game called? Zombie Zombie Revenge or something like that? Zombie Revenge is awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and it's basically it's a it's a side scrolling beat 'em up where you I didn't know it was in that same universe. I, I mean, I don't know that it is. It seems yeah. like it is though. But it's a side scrolling beat 'em up where you punch and shoot zombies to death. And so it's not even it's not even side scrolling. Okay. It's like uh yeah, like it's more of a top down type of situation. I feel like we're talking about different games. No, I know exactly the game you're talking about. But uh-huh. like it's there are set sections of it like okay, I shouldn't say it's top down it's fixed camera is there what it is. that's yeah 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 um, but, uh, that game is i mean i would like to play that game on a stick <laughs> just, just oh it's rad i haven't played it on a stick yeah. but I, I played like a uh, cannon spike on a stick and like the game knew it's like hey you're using an arcade stick here's a button layout that works like a little you know? pop-up shows up uh i don't remember if a pop-up shows up or not but like going into the options it knows which one you're oh, using that's cool and adjust the buttons accordingly, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I got from Brooke. Brooke, uh, if, if you don't know, Brooke is a... Uh, they make PCBs for arcade sticks and a bunch of different adapters for retro consoles so that you can use modern controls with old old platforms. And I got one of their Dreamcast adapters for PlayStation. And, like, it's got, a like, two different modes, right? One for using a DualShock 4... And one for using an arcade stick. And I was like, well, what the fuck does it matter? Like, console should, it, like, it, it shouldn't matter what I'm using, right? Yeah. But I, I guess it's for that purpose. It's it's pretty neat. Man. Nice. Um, also, the, the Dreamcast controller is pretty bad. I don't like that control. Uh, it's very, it's quite large. I liked it at the time, but, like, I've been using mostly a, a DualShock 4. For, for playing this thing. That makes sense. Just a bit bit better. Yeah. Also, the fucking Dreamcast VMU, it's either the VMU or the controller. Maybe you can tell me this, Ryan. One of them screams at you when it powers on. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. One of them makes like an extremely loud noise. When you turn it on, and I can't, I don't remember if it's the VMU or the controller. Shit, I need to try, yeah. try just the controller. It's got to be, happens. no, that's got to be the VMU, dude. Because I do remember right? the VMU has a little, um, has a little real loud beep. It's got yeah, a little, it's got a little speaker in it. Loud. Yeah, I yeah. remember. It's, it's violent. Yeah. You know? Well, that's yeah. because that's you know, violent delights and violent ends. Uh, well, every time you, every time you turn on your Dreamcast, you're killing your Chow and replacing it with a new one. Good. That's what, that's what happened. Good. Um, hey, did um, did the Dreamcast get a uh... shit? I meant to, I wanted to ask you what a Panther Dragoon. Did it get a Panther Dragoon? No, it did not. Not not to my knowledge. I don't believe so. Because mm-hmm. uh, well, okay, so the original and I think Zwei and Saga are all Saturn, I believe. Okay, and then Orta is Xbox. So I don't think I don't think so. Yeah, uh, that'd have been cool though. That'd have been real cool. But there were a, that that thing did get a lot of shoot 'em ups though, right? Oh yeah, dude. So most of the Japanese stuff I'm playing is shoot 'em ups, and it's fantastic. Uh, really cool stuff. But uh, you know, I was talking about building like a modern Naomi, uh, and I might use actual Naomi hardware. Chances are good I'm just going to stick this fucking Dreamcast in the thing, you know? Yeah. Like, but. I, 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 feel like, uh, I feel like I want another one. <laughs> now that we're talking about it, I feel like I want another one. Yeah. But. Um, 
I meant to make, ask you about this earlier, and it's kind of like, and it's slightly off topic, but we were just talking about controllers. What do you think of the PS5 controller? I like it. Uh, do you feel I like it's my, much of a change? Well, that's my biggest criticism, and I've talked about this on the show before, right? Like, yeah. for the rest of time, we're going to get the same controller from everybody. Forever. Forever. It does. Right? I the Stadia does, controller like is the a... same as the Xbox, which is the same as the Switch Pro controller. We are just stuck with that controller till the end of fucking time now. Yeah. That aside, I think it looks fine. I need to hold it first, you know, but it's fine. Yeah. I don't, I've seen so many people like saying like, it looks like an Xbox controller. Well, no shit. It looks like an Xbox controller. Every fucking controller looks like an Xbox controller now. Yeah. You know? Uh, I say it looks like an Xbox controller meets a pro controller meets a PS4 controller. Yeah. It's like they that, all had a baby. And I do prefer the symmetrical thumbsticks. Uh, I know a lot of people like offset. I I prefer them just right by each other like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also, it doesn't. I mean, when you're playing a tank ever... style game, when you're playing a game like Katamari. Yeah. And you have to drive by pushing both sticks forward. Yeah. It feels fucking weird if they're offset. That's fair. You want a firm um, grasp on that Katamari, you know? Right. And I know that that's a very rare use. Like, very seldomly to use a controller in that way. Uh, but when you do need it, it's right. there. And yeah. it's comfortable. No, um, I don't know. It looks very, like, I don't know why, but it looks very light. Like, it doesn't feel like, it, is, it just looks more like a toy than previous controllers do. But I remember, like, my PS3 controllers feeling very plastic toy-like. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is like going back and holding a PS2 DualShock. Like oh, I always look yeah. at the original. The I always look at like all of their controllers up to the DualShock Three and think like they didn't change hardly anything. They're all the same, right? Because they all look almost identical. Yeah. But like, man, that PS2 controller feels a lot shittier than a PS3 controller. You know. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think whenever I went to my parents' house last, or maybe the time before that, but uh, they still have my old PS2 at their place. And I have definitely moved that to be like, huh. Yeah. Seems like this is a kid. Well, that PS2 controller feels better than a Dreamcast controller. I'll say that much. I like the Dreamcast controller. You know? Never touched one, so I don't know. I like that it's weird and has a fucking window and a triangle start button. Like, I like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, but like it is not the best controller in the world. Or Dreamcast has a great boot screen, by the way. I like that. Oh yeah, you like the swirl. I like the, I I am down with the swirl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I I think that Sega has. I don't know. They've they've done a lot of cool shit during their time as a manufacturer, and they've they've done cool stuff like as just a publisher, but. I think all my best memories with them and all like when I think of them, I always think about uh, uh, about the systems of theirs that I owned. Um, and I also can't help but wonder if they skipped the 32X, if like they went like, cause they did the Sega CD and then they did the 32X. I can't help but wonder if they skipped the 32X and just went straight to the Saturn and what that would have been like. Because like, uh, <laughs> If they had actually like advertised that thing uh, before its launch, that you know maybe maybe it would have been okay. Yeah, I can. I mean, you're right, right? Like the Saturn games were more on par with the arcade than anything on PS One. 
you know yeah uh so visually like they were i mean to me anyways visually saturn was much better than n64 or playstation one could have ever hoped to be but uh you know i mean they just dropped it they just fucking dropped it you know yeah have this it's available right now we know you bought we know you just bought a fucking 32x yeah like a year ago right but (laughs) we're abandoning that and here's this well like here's here's our proposed uh 32-bit system here is another one and then (laughs) and like um and like don't get me wrong like i i have i had a much better time with the saturn than i had with the 32x um but at the same time it's just like like what are you doing you know yeah um (laughs) what what is this well, I think that, like, it's just... How many Virtual Fighter fucking ports do we need? And, yeah. like, and... It's All a, of them. That's the funny thing, More. too, is that, like, uh, the the port of Virtual Fighter for the 32X, I guess it wasn't a bad one, but it wasn't really a great one, either. I mean, better than the Genesis version, oh, right? Oh, yeah, for but... sure, for sure, but... Yeah. Know, it's just, like, it wasn't until, like, once Virtual Fighter 2 came around, then I was like, okay... This is really good, but yeah. I mean, like that should have been what they did from the start. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, if I, if it were up to me, Sega would still be making boxes. Maybe I don't know. We'll see where the, what the numbers say. But um, make a new Jaguar, make a Jaguar two. Well, that was Atari, and they are supposedly putting out a new console. Uh, yeah, I've actually uh, they just got sued. But Atari only in name, so yeah. Um, they, and I think that some, I think they're also putting too many, they're also putting money into those those uh, proposed Atari hotels. So uh, let's see how that goes. Yeah. But, uh, Sinead, did you know that I was the only person who had a Jaguar in the world? Um, I was the only one. No, my my <laughs> uncle who worked, my uncle who worked at Nintendo had one as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's. Um, yeah, you know, was... it says something when you're a kid and you know that you made the wrong decision. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> like, no. yeah, you know, because you know, as a kid, you try to convince yourself that what you have is the best. Of course, you know, you're, that's all you're getting for a while. And like, <laughs> I knew immediately I had not picked wisely. Sure, well, I had uh, chosen poorly. Yeah, there was that. Uh, there was that advertisement that I came across a couple of weeks ago for the Jaguar. What, uh, you do the math? That one? Yeah, I think it was the you do the math one. And where yeah. they were talking about, like, they went through this timeline of what controllers look like since the since the beginning of consoles. And they were just counting up how many buttons each control each controller had. Oh, and yeah, then, you, you had mentioned that. And then they were like... They were so like, many buttons. Well, they were like, Sega brought you the six-button controller. Well, we've got 18 buttons. Okay, and- <laughs> so the you do the math... Jaguar ad campaign was more about bits, yeah. you know. Do them like Add eight bit, bits. sixteen bit, like so, like basically saying thirty two x one thousand PlayStation bits. one. No, we've got sixty four bits, you know. Yeah. And I guess like technically that's the first sixty four bit console, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is real bad, real bad. And there were a few fun games, but that is just a terrible, terrible console. You could play Doom on it, so <laughs> yeah. 
Just um, <laughs> slap a doom on this bitch. Alien vs. Predator had go. three overlays, so that was cool. Yeah, you put the overlays on that controller, right? Yeah. Uh, One for each character, so that was neat. Yeah. But do you have any uh, any uh, last thoughts on the on the Dreamcast that you want to put out there? I'm just really loving it. Like, I bought Doom. I bought Doom the day it came out. And I'm just like, don't have time for it because I'm busy playing fucking Jet Set Radio, you know? Like, cool, man. Yeah. 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 That game was so fucking cool. Um, but, yeah. Nothing against Doom, you yeah, know? Like, sure. I'm sure I'll love it when I get but to I mean, it. But, I mean, but like, how many rollerblades and spray cans and cold yeah. does that game have in it, you know? Yeah, right, right. Uh, you know, all these fighting games, like, it's just so good. It's so good. And, uh, Ryan, if you buy one, I will show you how to do this mod yourself very easily. Give me a DIY for that some bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, but... I will say, I, one thing I will say about the Dreamcast is if you want some really campy, like, corny horror games, that game, <laughs> that system's got them in spades. Uh, you know where it fails? Outside of Skies of Arcadia, not much for the JRPG fan. Yeah. In fact, you know, Fancy I am, Star. Um, what did you say? Fancy Star? Oh, sure, sure, sure. But, like, just very little JRPG output there. The, the, the format of, of Fantasy Star Online versus... Because I think... I feel like Fantasy... Uh, I feel like Skies of Arcadia was more of a traditional JRPG. Yes. Um, yeah. And it was also the only one that I can remember playing on that console. Yeah. Um, Which is weird for the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that shit was blowing up at that time. Yeah. But... It was everywhere. Well, you know, because with Final Fantasy VII and all that, like, JRPGs yep. have become a thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... people wanted to play them. They wanted more. Yeah, so that's kind of surprising. One joke about not choking enough. But, <laughs> but, you know, anything else, like, man, there's some cool racing games. Yeah. Real cool racing games. You know, I forgot to I forgot to mention this. Uh, there was a game for the Dreamcast that I owned called The Ring. And you guys are familiar with the movie. The ring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in the movie, you know that's that damn tape that kills you. Right? Don't watch them tapes. Don't watch them tapes. But in the, the... Daco. <laughs> okay. And so in the in, in the video. What's her name? In the video game, The Ring, it's a video game that that kills you. Don't play oh, that game. Shit. And, uh, and hey. periodically throughout the game, you go inside the game. What kills you? <laughs> Uh, so did I, you get somebody else to play this because you're still alive are you going to take back that I'm not a murderer statement <laughs> hey Sinead just chill uh, <laughs> but uh, no uh, Tom I don't know if you have that ROM but you should definitely get that ROM I can almost guarantee I do okay uh, get, get the nice. ring and hopefully nice. I will see you in a week <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because I think it was just like at the same time. come play this game. <laughs> uh, I think it was the same thing. It was like you play the video game and then you die in a week. Uh, Interesting. So, yeah, so um, you should definitely get that. I bought it because 
I wanted more. What if you beat game. it? What if you beat like, it? Can you beat it? Yeah. Does that mean like you're not gonna die? Well, I mean. Is there like an actual ending? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for you there is, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, that system had a lot of really, really corny, silly horror games that took themselves way too seriously, but they were fun. Uh, and they yeah. all tried to they nice. all tried to do a different gimmick, which was really cool. So that's. I think if you are into fighting games or shoot 'em ups, you cannot find a better platform. And then I would like to have a Dreamcast. I'm gonna go and find a Dreamcast after the after we're done here. Like, I know everyone brings up the Saturn, right? And Saturn had some awesome fighting games on it, but, like, not nearly as many. Children of the Atom. not, right, and not as good of versions, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got nothing to add, because I just did research. Sure. Uh, Wait, what? But she, what did you say? I just did research. I've never played it, so I have nothing oh, to add. I'm going to get yeah. you a Dreamcast with the ring on it. Dope. Yeah. I actually like would really play that. Like yeah. though, listening to you guys d- definitely makes me want to play it. Well, like, if we ever like, get back together again, we can stream some of that. Yeah, this goddamn virus yeah. is taking so yeah. much already. You know, this bitch Rona. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Like, like side note, like, like for like hangouts, uh, Friday, uh, me, <clears throat> uh, Berto, and my other friend, we all meet made like pizza at the same time to eat it together like all over uh like facetime just to feel like we're h- hanging out and, eat, and like going out to eat together i would have ordered a pizza and told you guys i made it <laughs> it would be funny because on uh, tom's camera you'd see him flip up the pizza box and say dominoes on it <laughs> it would uh, be well, dominoes getting... <laughs> and it would be delicious yeah i mean we also were getting drunk together so like that that helps too yeah. Went to the bar afterwards. Ryan and I, like, we've been spending some time together playing Street Fighter, and that's been a lot of fun. But, yeah, yeah. that's about I, it. It's just, just it's yeah. sad, you know. <laughs> well, Ryan was talking, what were you talking about? Oh, you were talking about how we should play Skullgirls. We were texting, and my daughter's been playing Skullgirls, so I brought it up, and Ryan's like, man, oh, nice. I miss, he's like, I miss us playing that game together. And I was like, yeah, you can buy it. Yeah. It has internet. <laughs> um, so, Berto, uh, a lot of his friends, like, you know. And then he ignored me the rest of the night. Uh, <laughs> As I want to but, do. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of Berto's friends, uh, like, they normally all work different schedules, like servers, or some people, like, have families and stuff. So they haven't really got to play games together in a long time. So they've been doing that a lot more. I've been able to reconnect with them. And then also they got this game, Talisman, that's all across, like, mobile switch pc xbox all this stuff it's like a board game like a fantasy based board game so i got it on my switch he has it on his computer so we've been playing that to like for like game nights and it's it scratched a itch to like from some sort of social interaction yeah oh. well but which is nice but still like i just want to go sit down at a restaurant instead of sitting down in my house yeah, I oh. think if this carries on for too much longer, I'm gonna be like Will Smith and I am Legend. Yeah, you're gonna have the and mannequins start... everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> if you're and really one will be Ryan. Cool. I want. One will be Shanae. I want 
Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I want to see Mannequin yeah. Shanae. I don't think I, you. I think. I think it would upset I you. Like, yeah. I feel like it would as well, but I feel like Mannequin Ryan would be beautiful. Well, I mean, real Ryan is beautiful, you know. So. Yeah. You just put that extra care to like make sure like he had like bright glasses and like drawing. Well, like, here's the thing, hair. right? Like, I'm not going anywhere to buy mannequin supplies, so it would be made of things I had around. The house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't. Oh, no. Now I'm just imagining you dressing up your kids as your friends. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. That is a good idea. Uh, yeah, for me, for me, just get a t-shirt with McDonald's stands all over it. And <laughs> I'm imagining, ba- imagining Bradley as as Kayla. You just put a little wig on him. <laughs> cool. Just sit here and play Lion King. <laughs> Oh. oh yeah yeah well uh i love you guys and for our listeners uh we love you too you can find us on most podcast app uh youtube we're on we're on social medias and um, bye guys <laughs> bye bye <laughs>